Holding in Evashachayim, Shar Aleph, Perik Tezvav. In the end of Perik Yudalid, we learned about Machshava Dibru Maisa and their source in the person's Nefesh. And we learned that their source in the person's Nefesh is Nefesh Ruach and Neshama. The Nefesh being the part of the Neshama, what we call Neshama. The Nefesh being the part of, of the general Neshama, the general Nishmas HaOdom that rests in the Guf and is attached to the Koyich HaMaisa, the Ruach being the part of the person that, that is his expression of, of speech, which is, rests in the heart, and the Neshama, which is the Koyich for of a person to think, which rests in the Moyach. So we have the Guf, which is the Koved, and then the Lev, and the Moyach, and they are the places in the Guf that are the Mishkan, they're the resting place for the three expressions of the Nefesh, which are the three parts of the Nefesh, which are Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama, and they are expressed in Maise, Dibur, Machshab. So now, we continue in Perak Tazvav, the Nefesh Echaim says that we could really ask a question, that we're saying that Neshama is the highest, but Neshama comes from the word Neshima, and Neshima means a breath, and when we look at a person, we see that his breath is not his highest. We just said that speech and breath and air is from the Sayyid Haruach, and it's not the highest part of the person's neshama. So why are we calling it neshama, which is connected to the word neshima? And he says that we have to understand that when we call it a neshama, it has to do with the word neshima. We're not referring to the person's neshima. We're referring to the neshima of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're referring to the neshima of Hashem, that we learned Vayipach Ba'ap of Nishmaschayim, that when Hashem blew into the person a Nishmaschayim, that's called a Nishima. And the highest level of that Nishima is called Nishama, because the Gemara compares the creation of a person to the creation of glass. That a glassmaker has a straw and he blows into the glass, and thereby creating the form of the glass. And the Gemara uses that mashal to describe how Hashem created a person. So the Gemara is referring to something else. But then Rav uses that mashal and breaks it down to its parts. And he says that we can examine the breath as it leaves the glassmaker's mouth and goes into the glass. And it has three stages. When it's sitting in the glassmaker's mouth and he's ready to blow it out, that's stage one. When it's in this straw or the tool that's used to carry the breath into this specifically into this specific piece of glass, that's stage number two. And when it rests and it finds its place to fill the glass itself and give it its form, that's stage number three. So says the Nefesh that when the breath is still in the mouth, ready to go out, that's called an Ashima, because that breath doesn't have, you, all you can call it as a breath, it doesn't have any Matthias outside of its being swallowed in its source, so that's called an Ashima. When it leaves, then it's called a Ruach, because now it's a wind, now it's a breath. And when it finds a resting place, so then it can get the word Vayinofash, and it rested. It finds form and resting place in the Kli that it's creating, so then it's already called Nefesh. And that's the way the three Madregas work of a person. We have the Nefesh, the Ruach, and the Neshama. The, that, that's going backwards, because that's usually the way we say it. But if we want to look from Hashem's perspective, the way that it goes into a person, it starts as a Neshima, and then a Ruach, and then a Nefesh. And the nefesh is the lowest, that's what really goes into the guf, that's what we generally call the neshama, means the spiritual force that we see that gives life to the body, that therefore it can walk and talk, that's what we usually call the neshama, that's be'ikr called the nefesh. 
And then there's the Ruach. And the Ruach doesn't... The Ruach is like the connector. Just like in the Moshal, the Ruach is the air when it's in the straw connecting from the Neshima to the Kli, from the blower to the Kli. The Ruach is that connector. The Ruach is Heiliger. It's, it's higher. It's more edel and refined than the Nefesh. It's not directly connected to the Guf, but it has a connection to the Guf. And it's also connected, connected to the Neshama. Now the Neshama... Be'ikr does not go into the guf. Only by Adam Arishan did the neshama go into the guf. And after the chait, the neshama left the guf. And since then, no guf, no no person was zaychah to have his neshama in his guf, except for Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu is called Ish Elikim. Because he was zaychah to the level of neshama, and the level of neshama is completely gatlech. And someone who's zaychah to that level is called an Ish Elikim, because they have this getlech of force in them, that their mom is called the Ish Elakim. Even though everyone we say was created B'Tselem Elakim, but to be called an Ish Elakim, to be on that madrega, the closest madrega possible to Adam Rishon Kadam Achet, that was only Moshe Rabbeinu. Everyone else has mainly the Nefesh, and we have the Ruach, and the Ruach jumps up and gets connections and sparks of light from the Neshama. Meaning what we said before, that the neshama is in the mayach, we didn't really mean the neshama. We meant the sparks of the neshama that can be caught by the ruach. And of course, as much as a person refines himself, and as much as a person makes himself halig, and as much as a person makes that his nefesh is more susceptible to kedusha, so thereby his ruach will be able to be soival more kedusha, and he'll have more hashpa, he'll have more koyach, he'll have more energy touching him from higher levels of his neshama. And from there comes a person's capability to understand Torah and to remember Torah and to have Ruach HaKodesh and Bina Yaseira. The Pasuk says, Ochin Ruach shakai tavinim. This Nishmas Shakai, this level of neshama, is what gives a person a Bina Yaseira.